When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How you doing? I asked Brian Reynolds. This was on Wednesday afternoon after the Pirates lost to Detroit. Everybody was packing up in the clubhouse, getting ready for the flight down to Atlanta. And that was it. Only he knew what I meant. And Reynolds looks back at me and goes, I'm all right. And I go, no, really? He goes, no, really? Like, I'm okay. Maybe, maybe he is okay. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins that I hope you'll check out. Braves 3, Pirates 1 last night in Atlanta. Did not go well for the offense other than yet another home run for Jack Sawinski. That's eight total since his recall a little more than a month ago and three in the past week alone. Kids becoming a wonder. But in addition to that, and not much beyond this, Reynolds went three for four. Now, the nature of his plate appearances wasn't something that would get you uh, thinking that he's going to somehow surge his way back into the All-Star game. But, you know, results can be a good thing. They're not the thing when it comes to the art of hitting. A hitter can't control where he hits the ball, certainly not in any specific fashion. I guess maybe Tony Gwynn could. (laughs) Other than Tony Gwynn, I've never seen anyone who could pull it off. Hitters can and do focus on hitting the baseball hard. Yeah, you can work launch angle and other elements into it, but for the most part, it's hitting the baseball hard. Well, Reynolds had a couple of defensive swings uh, to get the results that he did last night, but you also saw something else that's not been all that common in 2022. When he got to first base, he smiled. And there was one moment where Ben Gamble's kind of whooping it up in the dugout. Gamble's his his bud. You should know that. They are locker buds. They are buds in every way. And for Gamble to be doing that from the dugout as Reynolds is standing on first and Reynolds laughed at that, that tells you that that's where they are in the process, meaning Reynolds and Andy Haynes, the hitting coach, 
and Derek Shelton, who also works with the hitters, and anybody else who'd be involved. It's good to see Reynolds getting results, if only because he'll smile, maybe, sometimes. And he's got to get out of this funk that he's in. I am not inclined to go digging through the data, which, by the way, suggests that he's having trouble with fastballs in a certain location because Brian Reynolds has hit fastballs in all location at all stages of his life, including all through last year when he very much earned his nod as the National League's starting outfielder. As I always say when it comes to Reynolds, he's hit before, he'll hit again. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Here's Shelton after the game last night on Reynolds' output. Yeah, really encouraging. I mean, just continues to, you know, work on some things. It was nice to see him get him right-handed. Uh, you know, he got him a couple different ways. He beat the shift and then hit a ball hard. So that's an encouraging sign. It's an encouraging sign for a couple of reasons because he hits the balls hard and hadn't got anything to show for it. So sometimes when you get a ball or two that squeaks through, it's it's really important. But, you know, he and Key both, I mean, I think they had five hits between them. Uh, swung about really well. And yeah, he's right. Brian Hayes had a pretty nice night too. Both of those guys overcoming what had been a pretty disappointing performance the previous day against the Tigers. And reiterating here, none of this was anywhere near enough. The Pirates, it, it felt like offensively, were never in this game. But here's some additional data for you. So far in the month of June, and no more than one-third of the way through it, Reynolds in 28 at-bats is slashing 321, 367, 429, and that's a lot more in tune with the Reynolds that we know. Uh, he is and should be someone who's always around the 300 mark to go with the most conventional figure. But the 367 on base percentage also means a lot because now he's going to be waiting on his pitch. The worst versions of Reynolds that we've seen this season have been the ones where he's either had an overly aggressive approach on the first pitch he sees, which really isn't like him. And I understand what he's trying to do there because he's being pitched aggressively. He's being pitched with fastballs in that location. And if he goes up there taking, 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 he's going to dig himself a hole. No batter anywhere. Well, except maybe Tony Gwynn does well out of an 0-1 or an 0-2 count. I'd like to think Reynolds is coming out of it, but I'd like to think that based not anywhere near as much on the three hits that he got last night or the nine hits he's gotten so far this month and a lot more, a lot more just on that smile. When we come back, J1Q.
J1Q comes from Bob, who, in referring to Indianapolis's victory last night, asks, O'Neill Cruz hit his ninth home run, and Jiwon Bai went two for four to get his average up to 303 in this game. But the Pirates are getting plenty of offense from their middle infielders, and it's important to look at Yu Chang as their future second baseman. Bob, I am so one gazillion percent with you. I, I can't agree with you more unless I found a way to make it like over to your house, to the Bob house, and shake Bob's hand in an act of Bobitroni or something, okay? We are kindred spirits, Bob. We're like the two Bobs in office space. You're Bob and I'm Bob. That's how closely we're aligned on this. I believe that Cruz will be at PNC Park a week from today. I believe that for a multitude of reasons, not least of which is that Cruz is creaming the baseball. So any and all excuses, manufactured or otherwise, get thrown right out the window. I also believe that the Super 2 period, though no one can ever be sure about this, is going to be safely in the past. I also believe that because the Pirates will be coming back from an eight-game road trip that probably won't go very well, given the fact that they're facing the world champs down in Atlanta and they're facing the Cardinals in St. Louis after that, there will be an off day next Thursday, and then there will be the game that Friday night against the Giants. The Pirates will have 48 hours to build up the proper excitement to try to sell at least some tickets. Game day sales are very, very hard to do in any sport, and the Pirates are going to have kind of a tough sell in billing this as Cruz coming up to the majors since he already was up in the majors the last weekend of last season, and by the way, homered in that one as well. So you're going to see Cruz. You're going to see bye. And I think within that, you're going to be able to say bye to Chang because it's an absolute farce that he's getting major league at-bats for any team, whether it's for Cleveland or Pittsburgh. He's completely lost up there, and the numbers speak for themselves. Let's also remember that Mason Martin's going to come up at some stage of this season. I could see him being more of a September guy. I could see the Pirates hoping that he'll address some of the strikeouts and being honest here, getting that batting average up a bit. I know batting average isn't uh, the beginning and the end of all things as it used to be, but it helps to have a good one still, you know? These players will get here. It's maddening watching Chang and any of these other, you know, roster filler guys getting big league at bats ahead of players that we all know, all of us, very much including Ben Charrington, are more talented and infinitely more important to the franchise's future. But there's an order to things. I understand it to an extent. I'm also with Bob. And on that note, I'm actually going to sign off as Bob. I'm Bob, and this is Bob wishing you a wonderful weekend. We'll do another one of these Bob's Daily Shots of Pirates next Monday.